Today is the 16th day of October. Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise. It is so great to be here with you today as we close down another week together as we are tracking through the October Psalms experience. If you're new to this daily reading of the Psalms, welcome. Sit back and allow God's Word to pour into your life. Are you ready? Let's head out. Our journey today takes us through Psalm 16, Psalm 46, Psalm 76, Psalm 106, and Psalm 136. We're reading from the Living Bible. And before we head out, let's do as we do every day and pause and ask the Lord to be our guide. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you for bringing us through another week. Right now, we desire to draw near to you. Lord, you know what is on our hearts and in our minds. And we are desperate. We are desperate for you. We need you. We need your comfort. We need your wisdom. And Lord, we need direction as to how we walk today. We thank you for hearing our prayers and for even now creating answers and working the details out. As we journey into your living words today, Lord, spark joy inside of us. Infuse us with your peace, a peace that surpasses anything that man could ever offer to us. We are opening our hearts. We are opening our minds to you. We desire that your Holy Spirit be at work within us, transforming our lives so that we can be pleasing to you. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 16, a Psalm of David. Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood or even speak the names of their gods. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety, for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. Psalm 46 God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the water surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come, 
See the glorious works of the Lord. See how He brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of Heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Psalm 76 God is honored in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Jerusalem is where he lives. Mount Zion is his home. There he has broken the fiery arrows of the enemy, the shields and swords and weapons of war. You are glorious and more majestic than the everlasting mountains. Our boldest enemies have been plundered. They lie before us in the sleep of death. No warrior can lift a hand against us. At the blast of your breath, O God of Jacob, their horses and chariots lay still. No wonder you are greatly feared. Who can stand before you when your anger explodes? From heaven you sentence your enemies. The earth trembled and stood silent before you. You stand up to judge those who do evil, O God, and to rescue the oppressed of the earth. Human defiance only embraces your glory, for you use it as a weapon. Make vows to the Lord your God and keep them. Let everyone bring tribute to the awesome one, for he breaks the pride of princes and the kings of the earth fear him. Psalm 106 Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Who can list the glorious miracles of the Lord? Who can ever praise Him enough? There is joy for those who deal justly with others and always do what is right. Remember me, Lord, when you show favor to your people. Come near and rescue me. Let me share in the prosperity of your chosen ones. Let me rejoice in the joy of your people. Let me praise you with those who are your heritage. Like our ancestors, we have sinned. We have done wrong. We have acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt were not impressed by the Lord's miraculous deeds. They soon forgot His many acts of kindness to them. Instead, they rebelled against Him at the Red Sea. Even so, He saved them to defend the honor of His name and to demonstrate His mighty power. He commanded the Red Sea to dry up. He led Israel across the sea as if it were a desert. So he rescued them from their enemies and redeemed them from their foes. Then the water returned and covered their enemies. Not one of them survived. Then his people believed his promises. Then they sang his praise. Yet how quickly they forgot what he had done. They wouldn't wait for his counsel. In the wilderness, their desires ran wild, testing God's patience in that dry wasteland. So he gave them what they asked for, but he sent a plague along with it. The people in the camp were jealous of Moses and envious of Aaron, the Lord's holy priest. Because of this, the earth opened up. It swallowed Dathan and buried Ibrahim and the other rebels. Fire fell upon their followers. A flame consumed the wicked. The people made a calf at Mount Sinai. They bowed before an image made of gold. They traded their glorious God for a statue 
of a grass-eating bull. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done such great things in Egypt, such wonderful things in the land of Ham, such awesome deeds at the Red Sea. So he declared he would destroy them. But Moses, his chosen one, stepped between the Lord and the people. He begged him to turn from his anger and not destroy them. The people refused to enter the pleasant land, for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. Instead, they grumbled in their tents and refused to obey the Lord. Therefore, he solemnly swore that he would kill them in the wilderness, that he would scatter their descendants among the nations, exiling them to distant lands. Then their ancestors joined in the worship of Baal at Peor. They even ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They angered the Lord with all these things, so a plague broke out among them. But Phineas had the courage to intervene, and the plague was stopped. So he has been regarded as a righteous man ever since that time. At Meribah, too, they angered the Lord, causing Moses serious trouble, and he spoke foolishly. Israel failed to destroy the nations and the land as the Lord has commanded them. Instead, they mingled among the pagans and adopted their evil customs. They worshipped their idols, which led to their downfall. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They shed innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, by sacrificing them to the idols of Canaan. They polluted the land with murder. They defiled themselves by their evil deeds, and their love of idols was adultery in the Lord's sight. That is why the Lord's anger burned against his people, and he abhorred his own special possession. He handed them over to pagan nations, and they were ruled by those who hated them. Their enemies crushed them and brought them under their cruel power. Again and again he rescued them, but they chose to rebel against him, and they were finally destroyed by their sin. Even so, he pitied them in their distress and listened to their cries. He remembered his covenant with them and relented because of his unfailing love. He even caused their captors to treat them with kindness. Save us, O Lord our God. Gather us back from among the nations so that we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who lives from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule the day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule the night. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who killed the firstborn of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He brought Israel out of Egypt. 
His faithful love endures forever. He acted with a strong hand and a powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who parted the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led Israel safely through. His faithful love endures forever. But He hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who led His people through the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who struck down mighty kings. His faithful love endures forever. He killed powerful kings. His faithful love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, his faithful love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his faithful love endures forever. God gave the land of these kings as an inheritance. His faithful love endures forever. A special possession to his servant Israel. His faithful love endures forever. He remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. He saved us from our enemies. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. Wow, those were some really seriously powerful psalms that I needed to hear today. You know, God is good all the time. Even in the midst of life's darkest challenges, God does not change. Friends, often our eyes and our discouraged hearts might believe if we are hurting and frightened that if, and by the way, the word if is a key word, if there really was a God, He would do something because I Now, you got to fill in the blank with whatever in your situation, what you think you're bringing to the table. Yesterday, I actually was able to handle an afternoon shift on my own at the professional office that is very high energy and has a lot of multitasking experiences. And this is a really big deal because for the past 10 months, I've been recovering from a mild traumatic brain injury often in the dark places of struggling to just do the most basic of functions to care for myself, such as getting out of bed, taking a shower, putting on clothes, eating appropriate food and such. Life just was hard. And in the midst of that mess, I strived hard to get Psalmscast recorded and uploaded daily, not because this podcast is an income generator, it isn't, but because the Lord put a burden on my heart that each day He would bring those who need it His living word to wash over them in this digital haven, that there might be one person who would be here who really, really was hanging on by just a thread, and they would be brought here so that God's word, His truth, His love would be poured into their ears and that they would know that God is faithful, that His love endures forever, period. We do nothing to earn God's favor. He generously places it before us, fresh and new every single morning, if we would but pick it up. Yes, this is a truth, and we find it in Lamentations. 
as in the Old Testament, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. His compassions never end. It is only the Lord's mercies that kept us from complete destruction. Great is His faithfulness. His loving kindness begins afresh each day. By the way, at the end of the podcast is a song of encouragement called Mercy's New Every Morning. It's by Matt Redman, and I'll also post it on the social media platforms as well. But first, I want to share some wisdom about meditating on God's Word, His promises, and His commandments. This is from Charles Spurgeon, and he was a man of God who lived in the mid-1800s. Meditation is a word that more than half of you, I fear, do not know how to spell. You know how to repeat the letters of the word, but I mean to say, you cannot spell it in the reality of life. You do not occupy yourself with any meditation. What do many of you that are merchants know concerning this matter? You rise in the morning, just in time to take your accustomed seat on the omnibus. You hasten to your counting house for your letters, and there you continue all day long for business when you are busy, or for gossip when business is dull. And at night, you go home too tired and jaded for the wholesome recreation of your minds, week by week, month by month, and year by year. It is still with you one everlasting grind, grind, grind. You have no time for meditation, and you reckon perhaps that if you were to set apart half an hour in the day to ponder the weighty matters of eternity, it would be to you a clear loss of time. It is very wise of you to economize your minutes, but I suppose if half an hour in a day could earn you a hundred pounds, you would not say you could not afford it, because you know how to estimate pecuniary profit. Now, if you really knew equally how to count the great profit of meditation, you would deem it a positive gain to yourselves to spend some time therein. For meditation is most profitable to the spirit. It is an extremely healthful and excellent occupation. Far from being idle time, it is judicious employment of time. Do not imagine that the meditative man is necessarily lazy. Contrawise, he lays the best foundation for useful works. He is not the best student who reads the most books, but he who meditates the most upon them. He shall not learn most of divinity who hears the greatest number of sermons, but he who meditates the most devoutly upon what he does hear. Nor shall he be so profound a scholar who takes down ponderous volumes one after the other as he who, reading little by little, precept upon precept and line upon line, digests what he learns and assimilates each sediment in his heart by meditation, receiving the word first into his understanding and afterwards receiving the spirit of the thing into his own soul. When he reads the letters with his eye, it is merely mechanical, but that he might read them to his own heart, he retires to meditate. Meditation is thus a very excellent employment. It is not the offspring of listlessness or lethargy, 
but it is a satisfactory mode of employing time. (laughs) Times haven't changed much in 150 years, have they? Maranatha. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the Bible. We are so grateful that we live in this generation where each one of us has access to the full account of the Bible in so many formats. It is available on our digital devices with a swipe of our finger. We are so grateful to come here into your presence together from around the world to drink from your living water that will cause eternal life to spring up inside of us, yes, even today. Walk with us through this day and surround us with your angels to keep harm and temptation from our path. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So let's dive right into our prayers. We are praying until the Lord moves. My mom, Judy, who has some challenging health situations of late, that the Lord will strengthen her and provide answers in His timing. Yet in the meantime, He will help her to manage her pain levels so that she will be able to continue to serve those in her community. Prayers for Brittany and the Chapman family for continued grace and mercy as they continue to acclimate to the Deep South instead of living on a tropical island, that the Lord will provide much-needed answers for the situation of their Maui home, which is actually in a bit of a political quandary, but God is greater than any political situation and man striving. And specifically, provision for the Chapman's eight-year-old daughter, that he will draw her close and that he will bring people young people into her life so that she can develop friends here while still maintaining contact with her friends, her lifetime friends in Maui. TCM Missouri, let's continue praying on how the Lord desires her to walk as she struggles with disappointment and the loss of trust in her fiancé. She is seeking God's will for her future. And then Dan is asking for continued prayer for his mom, Carol, who is still not doing well. Friends, he thinks that this might be close to the end game, but he's not sure how this is going to play out, and he desperately needs wisdom so that they can make choices and decisions that bless the remaining days of his mom's life. Continued prayers for Laura's health journey as she works with the new doctors in Japan to find answers for the frustration and the pain of vertigo, and that Laura's husband will draw closer to the only true God, and he, as he witnesses and as he experiences, the powerful presence and the hand of the living God working on their behalf that this young man will be transformed and will choose Christ as his Lord and Savior. Continued prayers for Ralph and Stella. Ralph for his pain management and his determination to get up and get moving, even when it hurts. And Stella, just backbone, to really just continue to be strong for Ralph and to provide for him as best she can, as well as people to come into her world to provide for her, especially encouragement, 
and lots of hugs. And lastly, we have Josh, that he will be fully restored, God willing, that his sense of smell and his sense of taste, which were key factors in making him the chef that he is today, he's been a chef in several places around the world, that those gifts from God would be fully restored, and that Josh will be able to bring his wife, Bam, and their children to join him here in the United States, and that the Lord is even right now clearing all the pathways so that they can get into the United States through their visa status. Okay, guys, if you also have prayer requests, or perhaps you want to ask some questions, you would like to get a free Bible sent to you, or you just want to share thoughts, Our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you use WhatsApp, the number is slightly different. The number is 1-470-240-1509. And you can also make a connection through social media. Psalmscast is on the platforms of Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. And that's it for today, guys. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
Jesus, great is your faithfulness. 